Welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business Podcast. I am Steve Cox with the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce and joining me today is William Feltz. William is the Work-Based Learning Coordinator for New Tech High School uh, located here in Rogers, which is one, it's just a unique and awesome school if you've never had the chance to, to get in there. It's a fantastic building. They do a lot of work-based learning. They do a lot of uh, project-based learning, group, group projects. It's just, it takes a traditional role of a high school and kind of shifts the way that, that, that it's done. I, it's, they call it new tech for a reason because I don't even know if there's a piece of paper that exists in that building. Everybody's got laptops and iPads, and so it's fan, fantastic. So we are very excited to have William on board uh, visiting with us today. Uh, we are recording this via Zoom, uh, and so the audio quality might not be as good as usually in studio, but uh, you know we've been doing this for a while on Zoom, and hopefully we're getting to the end of where we can start getting back to recording in person once again. But uh, going to be talking about the importance of work-based learning and an upcoming career fair uh, that Rogers New Tech High School is actually going to be putting on uh, later this year, uh, later this school year, actually here in the next few weeks. So we uh, wanted to have William uh, come on and have a chance to uh, to talk about those and the importance of workforce development from a high school level and how that creates career pathways and career opportunities and creates generational change by lifting people out of poverty, moving uh, moving into the, the labor force after high school and after college. So this is the Voice of, Biz a Voice of Business podcast on uh, the Rogers Lowell Chamber of Commerce. Well, William, thank you for joining us here today. We appreciate you here. I know you you, you watched me record that interview or that uh, that intro a little bit and seeing you smile on the Zoom call is, uh, you know, making me mess up a little bit there on the end, so. <laughs> well, Steve, thank you for having me. I really appreciate, appreciate you doing this for us and um, all you've done, you know, for us throughout the years. Well, yeah, I mean, we we love the partnership that we have, not just with Rogers Public Schools, but specifically with Rogers New Tech High School. I mean, you guys are just, you know, as I said in the intro, you, you're on the forefront uh, of what's happening and just a, it's a brand new educational experience. I, I wish my high school would have been a lot more like that from the times I've gotten to come in and talk to classes and things like that. But talking about work-based learning, how would you define that? I know it's kind of a, you know, catch-all term, you know, for, for those that might not be familiar, what, how would you describe work-based learning and, and why it's such an important role within our high schools? Well, work-based learning is, is the umbrella term for multiple uh, experiences a, a student can have. Uh, so it covers internships, career practicums, and youth apprenticeships. Um, really, it, it, all that to say, we're trying to get students out in the workforce to help them determine whether or not what they think they want to do is actually what they want to do. Uh, so if someone comes in and, and I'll, here's my example, I hope the employer's not listening. I've got two <laughs> interns uh, with a particular company uh, and they work in IT. Mm -hmm. Both of them really thought they wanted to work in IT. After being in these internships now, they've been in it about seven months. One has determined he wants nothing to do with IT and he wants to be a history teacher. And the okay. other one, it's really solidified that he's going to work in IT. He really enjoys it. He loves the people. He likes the work. So now we've actually saved a student money because he thought he was going to go to college in computer sciences and that's his direction. Mm -hmm. We've now saved him, I don't know how many thousands of dollars. He's switching directions. Yeah, I was, that literally was the first thing I was thinking of, of the, the student loans and things like that you could incur from getting, you know, a computer science degree when really he should have gone a different path and, and got the education degree. And so that, yeah, that, that's fascinating. And I think it's really good because, I mean, to make a lifelong decision at 17, 18 of this is my career path and I'm going to stick with this for the rest of my life without knowing what's out there 
that seems kind of crazy. <laughs> right. Book, you know, and work-based learning fits the new tech model so well. Uh, since uh -huh. we are project-based learning, not just in our uh, CTE department, but all departments build projects for, the, uh, for our students to work through. So they're, they have multiple roles in those projects, like project manager, uh, there's timekeepers, I mean, just, just all kinds of roles inside of that project. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like they're working for a company anyway. You know, they set deadlines, they determine what their end goal is, they have to do all of this work. So work-based learning takes that to the next level now, and they can take that out to an employer and, and put to use those skills they, they've learned over their, mm -hmm. their time here. Mm -hmm. Now you talked about internships, and I know we'll we'll, we'll get into a little bit more uh, on on the other side uh, down the road. But kind of when you say intern, I mean, how what can a high school kid do for an internship that's really going to get him that or him or her that that uh, practical experience? I mean, what what sort of stuff are your kids doing now? Well, let's just use our computer science department for example. Uh -huh. uh, they're learning how to develop mobile applications already. Uh, they're working in independent study, so they can go in and for a semester create a project that's relevant. So if they see a program they want to design, maybe to fill a gap that they see in the real world, something that's not out there, they'll go in mm -hmm. and develop a, a program for that. Okay. Um, so they can take that experience. And even if we run into another class, let's just say it's a, a history class and they're working in a project. And they're the project manager, project lead of that project. Now they've got a skill that they can transfer to an employer. So right. if they come in in an internship, uh, it's a paid or unpaid opportunity. doesn't have to mm -hmm. be paid. So that helps a lot of our employers. They've now got a student that may not have as much familiarity with the work itself, but they can help run a project. Mm -hmm. They can sit in a meeting, gather information, develop a goal, um, you know, set time constraints and then work towards that goal. So, uh, so that means a lot, I, I believe, to the employer that they've got someone that can do, you know, do and have those skills. Yeah. Um, from that, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you talk about like this, it's, uh, that's those soft skills that employers love to see. And it's, you know, I think by doing that, you're, you're also teaching positive attitude. You're teaching, you know, deadlines. Can you show up on time? Can you get your work done? Um, but, you know, the, the hard skills in terms of coding or in terms of, you know, customer service to an extent or sales calls, that, those are skills that can be taught uh, right. where it's those soft skills that, that really set apart uh, in terms of job applicants and that employers look for, uh, you know, so what in terms of, you know, again, not just the internship or the work-based modeling, but how could a business help with this? You know, those that might be hesitant to bring on an intern because they just don't know what it entails. What size businesses are you looking at? Is it just the big corporations that do this? Is it small business? I mean, just kind of what, what's that program look like? All right. Well, we work with uh, all learners and all businesses at all levels. So mm -hmm. it can look like anything it needs to look like. We've had some businesses that maybe weren't really as excited about working with students. You know, they, they wanted to in theory, but everyone's a little nervous, you know, working with a 16, 17 year old, 18 year old still in high school, what can they actually do? My goodness, if that's your concern, come in and work a project with us, do it in our classroom in a safe environment, bring us a project, we'll do it in house. Then you can actually target the student you want to come into your business as an intern, paid or unpaid. Um, so yeah, we don't want, to inhibit anybody from doing an internship with us. So we try to meet them where they're at. Uh, but big or small businesses, it doesn't matter. 
Um, we've worked with Walmart and Tyson. Um, they've been really good partners with us. Outdoor Caps, a really good partner. Megabyte uh, over here, mm -hmm. Rogers, has been an awesome partner with us. They've worked with us, I think, the last five years in a row. They've had interns. A lot of the interns are still there. They worked their way through college. That's um, awesome. I, I've got to throw a shout out to Karen Williams over at State Farm. She's our mm -hmm. first uh, insurance company that has a, an insurance intern. Started wow. out as an unpaid opportunity. So this student went in. She was a little hesitant. They've mm -hmm. never had, um, you know, a high school student come in as an intern. They have college interns. So he took the place of a college intern, unpaid. So for the first three months, it was kind of um, uh, a judgment period. Right. In, in December, they sat down, had a meeting. He's now a, a paid intern through the end of the year. She's working with him to get licensed as soon as he turns 18. So wow. he'll be two or three years, two or three years ahead. Uh, of where he would be if he actually started college and worked through and then and, and was that a year. yeah was that like a career goal that he had like he didn't or was it you know hey this is a viable option like I, I kind of kind of how I fell into economic development <laughs> <laughs> now believe it or not this was a career goal he That's came awesome. to me and was working uh kind of a, a underemployed intern right so felt uh, you know I really want to do insurance and of course, my first thing is what insurance? <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. Awesome. Um, so I reached out to Karen Williams and after some uh, soul searching, she decided to give it a shot and it's really worked out well for, for him. It's worked out well for her. Um, and it's really solidified. That's what he wants to do. I, I truly envision that uh, I'll be buying insurance from him within four years. Hey, that's fantastic. <laughs> that, that would be like, hey, remember I got you that start. So maybe you get me the uh, the good teacher discount. Maybe That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, talking about the importance of this, you know, why on the high school level does it, you know, because like you said, most people you think college, you know, you think interns, you think college, you think large corporations, you know, you, you, you see that. Why is it important to start getting this down into, you know, the, the nine through 12 level? Um, we just saw kind of an example saying, you know, that that uh, insurance gentleman now has a leg up on on getting there. But, you know, that that's kind of a that's an outlier, not a, right. not the norm. Right. Um, well. Let me think a minute. That, that's a really, really interesting question. So. As you mentioned earlier, we're about to have our second annual careers and internships job fair. Mm -hmm. So. Some of the goal of that job fair will answer that question, I believe. We're having employers come to our school and showcase what they have. We have 750 captive students, nine through 12. Mm -hmm. So now an employer has the opportunity to showcase what they offer, um, whether it's um, a company that you wouldn't actually think, let's use Outdoor Cap, for example. Um, when we started looking for interns. We first heard, why well, do I want to work for a cap company? I don't, I'm not interested in graphic design or screen printing or whatever it is outdoor cap does, right? Yeah, let's see. And maintenance, bookkeeping. Well, this turned out to be, well, this is IT. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> IT too. Yeah. They got that too. Absolutely. Right. So it's creating awareness of what all of these businesses actually do above, above and beyond what people think they do. So now you've got, uh, you're creating awareness about your brand, about your school, with a captive audience here. Does that kind of answer the question? Uh, yeah, uh, to, to an extent. Uh, <laughs> okay. I think more what I was kind of wondering is why why start younger? Like oh, I see. the importance I see. of starting it in high school as opposed to just waiting until college. Okay, well, 
And I still think it goes to the awareness piece. You're creating yeah. an awareness about what the company has. And if we're trying to keep students in our area of Northwest Arkansas, we need to get them excited about the businesses that are here and we got to get them excited earlier so that they're not planning on leaving. Um, so we've got to tie them closer together. I know a couple of years ago, Dr. Arbuckle, our principal created a CIA program for a purpose very similar to get businesses in our school so that our, our uh, students will become aware of the businesses that are here and the opportunities that are available. Mm -hmm. um, just to just to keep them plugged in, as you know, Northwest Arkansas, it's a highly sought after area. People are moving in, companies are moving in, and we we don't have a workforce that can supply all of the jobs that are out there. Right. And we've got so many learners. Every teacher here hears it. When I graduate, I'm leaving. Mm -hmm. I, I'm you know I'm moving to California, or I'm moving to Austin, or I'm moving to Chicago, or uh, whether or not that's what they actually do, that's that's their mindset. That's what they're wanting to do is get away. And I try to tell them every career opportunity, except maybe one that I can think of, is represented in Northwest Arkansas. Mm -hmm. And they're begging for people. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I look at it from a importance of getting the businesses into the school system because if businesses have specific needs, they have specific things that they that they have to do in order for someone to be hireable. And if they don't have input into what's being taught, there's no guarantee that those students coming out are going to be hireable. So right. it's, it's like, if you don't vote, you can't complain type, <laughs> type thing. If a business isn't getting plugged into the education system, they can't complain if the education system isn't providing or meeting their needs. Absolutely. And that's where our project-based style of learning really helps them plug in. Uh, no matter what area we're in, I know CTE, it really fits uh, working with businesses, but all of our departments have projects that they do all the way to, uh, you know, physics over there. They do a, um, oh, my goodness, what is it? Um, it's the Evil Knievel jump he did, um, not Ghost River Canyon. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, uh, we would love to have an employer come in and work with us on that uh -huh. uh, over in our geometry department. Man, anybody from, you know, a, a concrete company, asphalt company. He would surveyors. He would love right. for them to come in, create projects, work with the learners. Uh, learners are now getting to know the business. They're getting to know the employers. They're gaining skills. They're learning that. But uh, and that's at a younger age. So now, by the time they're a junior or senior, you've got a strong connection between an employer and a student. They they're going to feel like they have a they're they're connected to that person or that company, and hopefully, <laughs> then that company will put them on as an intern. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm right there with you. It's 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 building those connections and it's and it's growing that from there. Mm -hmm. Are you seeing from the education side more of a push into certification based programming um, as opposed to a, a four year degree path? Because we're, we're seeing some employers really start to take some emphasis off of the degree and push it more into uh, skills based or certifications uh, as opposed to a, a four year bachelor's. You know, we're seeing that um, we, we've shifted a lot of what we do into certifications. So every CTE facilitator here and in the district uh, requires of their students to get a certification. Mm -hmm. So I teach a lot of the career classes. So my certification is the National Career Readiness Certification. Uh, it's put out through ACT Work Keys. Mm -hmm. uh, they're gaining real world skills. Of course, if you're familiar with that certification, it ranks yeah. them according to a level. We're, we're uh, working on getting Northwest Arkansas ACT Work Keys certified. That would be awesome. Uh, 
the first question from our learners is, so what good is this going to do me? Mm-hmm. Most of my examples come from East Arkansas because I know they're heavy into that right now. Yeah. A lot of employers require it, uh, even over a high school diploma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we have a few here and it's growing. I just hope it continues to grow. Yeah, um, that, that's definitely something we're, we're putting an emphasis on trying to, yeah. and not just us, but also other chambers trying to combine together to get this to happen. So we'll have learners coming out of our school that'll be uh, Microsoft certified in Word, PowerPoint, Excel, Access, Outlook, Excel expert, and Word expert. We'll have them coming out with the Adobe certification, Swift certifications. Uh, now you're getting out of my area. Once I left Microsoft, <laughs> those are the other departments. I mean, other, yeah. other, other facilitators here, but, um, but practically any certification uh, that you're gonna get in college, we're doing now in high school, mm-hmm. FANUC certification. So they'll come out, you know, ready to work on FANUC robots. We have CNA certification. So we've got juniors right now with their CNAs. We have a couple of healthcare providers coming and we're hoping they get hired as their senior year. I uh, think and we'll there's a need. CNA. There's absolutely a need for them. Yeah. So that aspect, it's really growing. Um, and we're you know, some of the goal in that is to give the kids a skill. They can actually get a job with a livable wage and pay their way through school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's a very, very good help. And we talked earlier in, in the intro is about the, you know, lifting people out of poverty and career pathways and, and setting them up for future success. Um, you mentioned briefly the upcoming second annual career fair and Karen Wagaman, uh, VP of downtown development for the chamber has joined us on this call as well. And uh, Karen, you've helped participate in this, uh, you know, in the first annual event and, you know, would love to hear both of you guys' perspective on how that went and and why, we're, why it's coming back for round two. Well, I think the job fair is wonderful because it does give students the opportunity to be face-to-face with hiring managers or with people who are working for that company, possibly close to the age of those students. And it also provides them with some feedback where they're not in an interview situation necessarily, but it gives them the experience that they will need when they are in an interview situation. So it kind of takes the edge off of that. Yeah, William, what do you, why, why are we doing this? What, what, what was the purpose and uh, how, <laughs> you're putting yourself through it again. So obviously something went right the first time. Yeah, you know, the learners really enjoyed it last year. We had a lot of positive feedback from the employers that came. Um, so it's kind of a good time for everybody. Kids get out of class and get to go see uh, oh, yeah. employers. However, um, I'll go back to what I said earlier. We're now creating awareness about what employers do in our area. So what employers are here, what they actually do in their company. So all the different jobs that are in there. We've got some employers that did a really good job explaining the process of getting hired, the different positions they could work in. So it, you know, maybe they're interested in air conditioning and IT. Mm-hmm. Companies that are interested in folks looking for that. Um, so we've got a lot of employers that are excited about coming back. We've had a lot coming back. This event's going to look different, though. It is a COVID year. Right. So we can't have employers in the building. So we're having them outside. Hey. <laughs> We've got a big, big tent outside. Uh, we're looking for 30 employers. Right now, we're at 24. Okay. So what's got, the, uh, what's the, the date? When, when's this taking place? This is going to be April 28th from 830 okay. to noon this year. Um, we're going to make it a little bit more of a party. Uh, we have three food trucks coming. We've got our fingers crossed for an ice cream truck. Um, we've got 
Aussie Petmobile coming. He's actually bringing a truck. So Sweet. that's going to be kind of neat outside. Can I bring my dog and get a bath? I'm just. Hey, hey. <laughs> never thought about that. I wonder if he does cats. I need... Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, you know, a huge piece of this for me is creating awareness in both the learners and the employers mm-hmm. about, you know, on the employer side, they're coming in, they're seeing what our kids can do. Um, and then on the student side, it's just, what the employer actually does. I know Karen can speak more to Aussie Petmobile, just the experiences <laughs> he's got. You know, that, that's amazing. Starting the business, uh, purchasing that franchise, growing it, hiring people for that position, but then his previous employment experience is invaluable to you. Right. Actually, my dog was just groomed by Aussie Petmobile yesterday. <laughs> hey, there you <laughs> so, go. I should have saved it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm too cheap. I just use a hose out back. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, the entrepreneurial spirit is alive and well in Northwest Arkansas. And while we um, love it when the students get to meet hiring managers, it's also exciting for them to get to meet entrepreneurs. So um, Mark has definitely jumped into that with both feet with Aussie Petmobile. So yeah, absolutely. I think um, if you bring in some entrepreneurs to share their path, that might also be educational for the students. I think your food truck owners are going to get just as much interest as the the big corporations. <laughs> I, I think in that, I mean, because that's a that's a pretty sweet gig, you know. If you, if you're passionate about food and you want to be your own boss, it's a great way to do it without having to worry about the cost and expense of a brick and mortar. Right. Absolutely. Now, can I give a quick shout out to the ones that have already signed up? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Please do so. Awesome. We'll, I'll run through we'll a quick out all the non-members. How about, <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> all right, uh, let's see. In no particular order, uh, McKee Foods is coming. Rogers Public Schools this year, we finally uh, have talked them into uh, coming and bringing different experiences. So yeah. we've got Rogers Public School, the marketing department's coming. We've got uh, the Rogers Public School photographer coming. And we actually have our assistant superintendent of hiring. Um, is coming. So he's going to be looking at more of the human resources side and what's it take to get hired as a teacher. We have a lot of students interested in becoming teachers. Yeah. So he's going to talk about that. That's uh, a, I would have never thought to do that. That is really cool. Uh, well, you know, we've got so many career fields represented even inside the district. Yeah. That, so, I know. mean, it makes perfect sense. I just, yeah. that's not anything that would have ever entered into my brain. Uh, we have Big Cedar Lodge coming. Glad Manufacturing's always been a great partner. They're showing up. Home Instead, and they're looking for CNAs. Beaver Water District, uh, Core Architects are coming. Uh, let's see, Tyson's IT Department, Tyson's, let's see, this will be two separate tables, Tyson's IT Department and then Tyson's Refrigeration and Maintenance. Mm-hmm. The NWA Workforce Council is going to show up. Raising Canes, uh, and they've been a great partner this year. Surf Pro's coming. I know we, we were in a meeting with them. They decided uh, yeah. they want to come. Uh, Wells Fargo showing up, Aussie Petmobile the United States Marine Corps, McLeod Financial, got a shout out to Rick. Um, let's see, Defy Trampoline has decided to come. Yeah. Arkansas National Guard, the Job Guide, Northwest Health, Crossing Construction, and Old Castle. That is, that's a very good mix. And you said, what, you got six spots left now? So if you're- six, we can, we can fit 30. Now, if, you know, if we get 10 more people that said they want to come, we'll squeeze them in somehow socially distant. Right, we'll get them in course. there- um somehow because our tent is actually bigger than i thought it was uh currently the way it's set up we plan on putting 15 employers down each side Uh so they'll be spaced appropriately to the side and to the back 
Um, and then learners will rotate through. The only thing we're a little concerned about is the weather. So as long as we have good weather, we'll be good. You always, but you know, we will do everything we can to provide great chamber weather for that day. <laughs> we'll uh, see, see what happens there. But uh, Karen, what was your experience like in terms of trying to recruit businesses to get involved last year? And it seems like we, you know, the chamber, we haven't really done that much this year. So I've been doing some promotion. We haven't even gotten to the uh, pound and the pound and the numbers on the phone to, to make the phone calls to bully people into <laughs> participating. I think there are a lot of businesses and, and the Chamber of Commerce does get to know the businesses who are very supportive of the education programs that are available. And there are a lot of businesses that realize there's value in growing your own, you know, get them young, help them learn great work habits help them learn how to um, work within their system and they have opportunities for them to grow within. So we have a lot of businesses that are very supportive and we encourage anyone who wants to see young people succeed and wants to grow their own to consider uh, participating in the job fair. Yeah, even if you're a small business and concerned about uh, cash flow and you're watching your pennies, hey, I understand that I, I had a small business. Um, remember, these interns can be unpaid. So if you've got a little small business and you've got four or five employees and you want, um, you know, to create awareness even about your business and you want to grow that, it's a great opportunity. You've got, you know, uh, let's just, for example, if you've got a t-shirt business out there and you've got four or five employees and maybe you might be struggling a little bit, we've got unpaid interns in graphic design certified in all types of computer stuff that I don't even know about um, that can come in and, and help and support. And all you got to give is some mentorship. You know, give them a project, give them some direction. They would love to come in and help you out. Even if maybe you don't want a student at your facility, you can mm -hmm. always come in our building. We've had, we've had interns inside our building with businesses that come inside our building. So if you're a small business and maybe you don't have a physical location, you're working out of your home. Of course, we can't have an intern come to your home. But, well, when COVID's over, you can <laughs> come into our <laughs> <Yeah>. building <laughs> and work with us here on site in our building. Use our Wi-Fi, use our interns. That's we don't great. like to turn anybody away. And, you know, talking about COVID a little bit, it seems to have changed how some employers are even hiring right now and what they're looking for. So, um, and that's where new tech, I think, plays a huge part because some things employers are shifting to now, we've done the last, well, since 20, when did we start? 2013? We've been doing mm -hmm. it all along. So creating those foundational skills, those soft skills, um, creating a teamwork atmosphere, having to work remotely, um, you know, going virtual last year wasn't an issue for New Tech because right. it's how we work anyway, most of the time. Um, we've been using, uh, of course, we don't use Zoom, but uh, we use a lot of uh, Google Meet. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been using that. Uh, so when a kid was absent or maybe, you know, on vacation, they're still, they were still showing up to class. So it wasn't a huge transition for us to go to uh, uh, virtual meetings. So I think there's a lot of value in that for employers. And I think a workforce may be shifting that way. Well, you're starting to see it. I mean, you look at just the, the call that the Northwest Arkansas Council put out, uh, you know, last year, um, you know, trying to get people and, you know, you had to be able to work remotely to even qualify to apply for the $10,000 grant, you know, so yeah, it, it's, it's definitely changing. I was just talking to a gentleman today who is an engineering firm and they hired somebody They're in Bentonville and they hired someone out of Houston and he's only going to come up here for a week for HR training and then he's going back to Houston and <laughs> going to be able to do that full time. So, you know, it, it's definitely changed. Right. Yeah. 
But uh, Karen, did you have any final thoughts? We're kind of need to let uh, Mr. Feltz get back to his his day job teaching school. It is, you know, as far as I know, school still goes until three o'clock. So it's two thirty now. So we appreciate you taking time out of your day for that. Yeah, I think they're waiting on me outside. <laughs> OK, well we'll, well, we'll wrap this up real quick. then. Yeah, I do think that there's also opportunities for nonprofit organizations to get involved, whether it be with the job fair or with the internship program, because especially nonprofit organizations might be struggling right now financially and taking advantage of the talents that these interns have, the abilities, especially technology, is all, always a great thing that we can remind our nonprofit organizations as well. Right. Now, I, I do need to throw out one more then, if you have time. Yeah. Uh, I completely forgot. They're not on my list, but they've said they're coming and they just haven't filled it out yet. Uh, Teen Action Support Center. Okay. They've been a great partner since I started. Mm -hmm. um, we've had interns there every year. When they opened the station, uh, it was a great opportunity for some of our learners to go work there. My understanding is they're going to do something similar here at Rogers. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, nonprofits, you know, we can help you out. If you've got a project, anything from, you know, food drives, raising money, anything like that, you know, come talk to us. Social media. A lot of the nonprofits would probably benefit, especially if they target younger people. The way you and I connect on social media is totally different than the way a 20-something connects on social media. So I think that's an area where the high school kids and young grads can really help out. That's right. I yeah, think like four new social media networks just popped up while we were talking. <laughs> yeah, I can't keep up with what the kids do. Uh, I try, but it's, it changes so often. But, you know, we're working with a downtown business now. And that is some of what we're doing is how do they connect with the high school kids? Because, you know, most high school kids aren't on Facebook anymore. Right. Facebook ads don't do anything, you know, if you're under, what, 25? <laughs> uh, so, they're, you know, we're trying to help them connect with a, a new market. Yeah, so it's we're willing to help anybody. The, the world is changing. <laughs> it is, it really is. But uh, well, William, thank you so much for, for joining us here on uh, today's Chamber Voice of Business podcast. And uh, the, the date again is April 28th, correct? For the, for the second annual Rogers New Tech High School Career Fair. Uh, you can contact uh, Mr. Feltz. What would be the best way if someone is interested, uh, they heard this and they say, hey, I wanna get signed up. You can call my cell right now at 479-426-9714, or you can always shoot me an email at william.feltz, that's F-E-L-T-S, at rpsar.net. Or you can right. always just call Rogers New Tech and they know how to find me. That, that works too. That's, that's another option as well. So uh, yeah, so definitely if you're interested in doing that, uh, would definitely encourage you to reach out to William and see how you can get uh, get involved uh, for that to help showcase your careers uh, to, to these high school kids and possibly get some interns. Uh, if you do have hiring needs and are needing to hire open positions, I, I do uh, would be remiss if I didn't mention the Chambers uh, Northwest Arkansas Employment Showcase coming out through the entire month of April where we're doing an online job bank uh, for for uh, individuals where companies can record videos to talk about their positions and hiring skills and things like that. Uh, and that is uh, free for uh, for people to participate and to post uh, post open positions on that as well. So, Mr. Feltz, we appreciate you, Karen. Thank you for uh, joining us here and, and sharing your experiences uh, and, and insights and the wonderful suggestion on nonprofits as well. So uh, we will see you all next time on the Chamber Voice of Business podcast. Great. Thank you for having me.